Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady Geeks' Society podcast. I'm Gisana. I'm Jenna. And today we're here to talk about an affair of honor. Yes. Otherwise known as the duel. The Ten Duel Commandments. The very dramatic. Probably one of the most dramatic, if not the most dramatic episode. You know, I... Watching this episode and then not continuing on to episode five, just for the sake of taking notes and all that, I love this episode. It's so good. So much. Like, it's a good episode. It really is. Which I'm shocked because for some reason when I was doing end of the year reviews, I wasn't considering this at all. Really? now sitting here thinking... This should have been an episode I considered. Yeah. It's it's very... Okay, there's a lot of angst, which we love. And it's, like I said, a very dramatic episode. And there's just... It hits a lot of things. It also has its funny moments, of course, which it I also love. Really is... I just... Where do we even begin? I don't know. Oh, what about... Let's begin with the beginning... Yeah, Violet eating food when she shouldn't, and Daphne just being like, what the heck? Well, I wonder where Colin got it from. <laughs> Even though we don't really see Colin eating as much right. as he does in the books. It's such a whole mood, though. How many times have you been to a party early, and you're just waiting for the guests to arrive, staring at the food? Like, can y'all just hurry? Because I'm hungry. If you're ever at my house for a party, I usually eat before people come. Or sometimes if I want dessert and there's like cookies or something, I will straight up go and get them and just hide in the back and eat. But what if you're at somebody else's party? Like me at weddings, especially Armenian weddings, the earlier stuff, people have a whole catering thing going on. And I'm always just like in the corner, like trying to sneak food because people take too long to come. So Violet Bridgerton is oh, whole mood. Yeah. Whole mood. Mm-hmm. Just in that whole episode, though, she's she, she's going through a lot. She's, like, the best comedic relief in this episode. She is. And when you think about it, you're like, this makes sense for a woman who has eight children who are the Bridgertons. Yes. Like, at first, in the first few episodes, it's just, oh, she's so chill. She's got this. And then this one, you're just... Champagne? I get it. It's real. The struggle must be very real. Would you care for some champagne like Violet clearly does? Champagne, brandy, whiskey, anything. Some spiked tea. <laughs> um, but, and thematically, this is the episode that I think targets choice really beautifully. And yes. that's what it comes down to with every person, every situation. People are taking leaps of faith and... Shit's not always going the way that they pictured it would because there's somebody named Anthony Bridgerton who's very dramatic. <laughs> and I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, even if he wasn't there, what what would happen? Simon would leave. Exactly. Daphne would still be so unhappy. Dramatic men causing trouble for people when it should yeah. just be very easy. But then they would still they would both be unhappy. So in a way, him finding them is great. Yeah. Cause I do wonder what would happen if he didn't find them. Would Simon just leave? Yeah, probably. Right. So then it's just kind of hot and bothered. Yeah. 
Or somebody else catches them, which is even yeah. worse. But way worse, yeah. Are we just going straight into that? I I don't know if we should. Should we? I mean, we're here already. But we're here. We might as well do a lot of backtracking. Here. So there's a lot of tension between the two of them, naturally. Yes. And the prince is being a precious little gumdrop. Yeah, <laughs> I like him. You no, know, I wish he wasn't so nice because I'm just. I know. I'm like. Yeah, you know, which is funny because it's like, I like Frederick. I like uh, Madame Delacroix. Yeah. The, the only one who's like before their actual love that I don't like, of course, is Sienna. I like, although I, I, re- I did, I'm going to give her credit in this episode. I, yes. I yes. did feel her emotions a bit. So, yeah, you could <laughs> see that there was some kind of emotion between them, yeah. and that did make me like her a bit more. But I still just like, I do like her. I just don't like her around Anthony. Yes. Yes. It's that simple. I'm, give me more scenes with her and Genevieve. That shit was great. Yeah. It and it's like me. cool to see that part of. Yeah. At that exactly. Time. So, yeah, I, I do like her a lot. Yeah. I just do not like the two of them together because it's toxic. Yes, exactly. You, you need to stay far away from each other, please. And thank you. Um, but. Oh my god, we're getting we're we're going all over the place. We are all over we the place. We are as dramatic as this episode is right now. <laughs> um, but back to the prince being a precious little gumdrop, and his <laughs> he's just so nice. He is. He's cute. He's nice. You know, like he's not like when they go to the fight. Yeah. He's, you know, if it wasn't for Simon, I'd be like, I'm behind this. Because Simon and Daphne have that connection, you want to root for them. Yeah. They're the couple this season. But if it wasn't for him, I would root for Pre- uh, Frederick and Daphne. Like, yeah. they're adorable. He's adorable. Like, you know, like, he's not a... What was that? Angst. I just love angst. And there's no, no angst between them. No. No, there could be potentially later. But again, not their story. No. Uh, but the angst and the longing between Simon and Daphne is part of what makes them so great. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could get the prince to be with Sienna. Because then they're just two polar opposites. There's a... That would be there. interesting. And then it's just the puppy and the... Egg. That could work. We could have that happen. Honestly, I would watch that. Let's flip it around. I would watch that show. I always feel like sometimes when two people are angels together, you're just like... So I feel like he needs someone less innocent like Daphne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he gives her the necklace and Daphne's seeing Simon through it. Yes. That was a good scene. I like that. And then you get to see more of like, you know, her inner thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because that's one thing, obviously, we don't get in the show. We don't get as much of what's going on in their mind. So that was, that was it. I like that. Mm -hmm. And then there's the whole thing with a necklace that it's so funny everyone on the internet is just like what happened to the necklace honestly what did happen to that necklace it she, was very pretty Cressida took it that's that makes I'm, sense she just pocketed she, it she was at the garden she was you know that's a perfect headcanon I accept that she just decided to take it she puts it on at night and is like mine <laughs> also just that whole thing with her thinking that she Daphne stole the prince from her yeah and, and I love no. And I love that Daphne even says that. She's like, he yes. chose me. Like, yes. Good. Yep. Good word choice there. You know what I love 
after, though, when he does give her the necklace and then they're at home and Hyacinth is just asking Daphne so many questions. Mm. It's so cute. It's like exactly what I imagined from Hyacinth, just being overbearing and (laughs) asking a ton of questions. Then maybe we could get into the apology with, well, no, there's the boxing match first. Yes. That, again, and this is where, you know, you see so much of the prince's innocence where he's just, oh, yes, like, I would love children. And he's he's yeah. perfect, if you think about it. Yeah. If this were not the kind of romance that we were expecting, mm-hmm. they would be such a traditional family together that it's almost too good. Like, you yeah. want, again, I want angst. I want something that makes it difficult. Um. And again, what does this say about me as a person? Jesus. But, you, you know, know, in our own lives, I would like a Prince Frederick. But then, you know. <laughs> would you, Because though? if you there know, was a Simon and a Frederick, would you really go? <laughs> if we're going to get into, like, anxiety and insecurities here. Well, maybe not insecurities. But then it's like, you know, do, do people, like, I trust. People do change. Yeah. Well, you know they change in books. You can trust them in a book. This is true. You know, you don't know what's going to happen in real life. At least in a book, I'd be like, ooh, let's see this journey that he but goes tension. on. If you have more tension with yes. somebody, it's well, just... Yeah. It makes it difficult. So there's that really interesting conversation at a boxing ring where they're just talking about babies and family. And he's... He would literally move for her. He would do anything for her. And she's just staring at the forearms. Yeah. I mean, I think we all are. Last week it was the hands. This week it's the forearms. And I really appreciate the series for highlighting that. Yes. And I must say, that is like one of my favorite looks. Yeah. Like, I love when they roll up the Mm -hmm. fancy, the sleeves. And especially when they've got the vest on too. I'm just like... Mm -hmm. Yes, this beautiful scene, mm-hmm. and there's just angst, a lot of it. Great, and then there's that moment where he catches her eye and she catches his, and it's just again, I, you how can the you longing. not? The it is it's the, the angst. Long, it is it's the longing, and so um, it's the forearms and the longing. <laughs> but you then. Uh, and it's also just interesting because you see her kind of like cheering on and she is a girl that has grown up with brothers so she's used to violence <laughs> yeah she's used to men fighting and all that and being you know? idiots. I'm sure she roughed house as well when she was younger yeah especially Daphne and Eloise yeah like uh, I yeah I feel like the only one that probably wouldn't would be Francesca <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> but um, poor Francesca. Francesca, who's not here again. She's in Bath. <laughs> Next week. Um, but there's the boxing match, the tension, and then Violet. Is Violet hungover at this point? Are we? No, not yet. That's after the ball. Good point. Excellent. So. Violet uh, tries to give Anthony shit for taking her to a ball, to Mm -hmm. a boxing match. But then he talks about the conversation he had with Simon, which we need to talk about. Because Anthony Bridgerton is trying when he's talked to Simon. Yeah, before he talks to Frederick. Yes, when Frederick comes in and says, um, you know, I would like your 
your sister's hand in marriage. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, you know, I like what he says that I'm I'm sorry I like misjudged your intentions with my sister. There's yeah. it's not direct, but it's there. You know, and again, this is what I keep saying to you, especially mm-hmm. I just appreciate so much when people own up to what they did. Mm-hmm. I think that it's like one of the best things you can do yeah. as a person is to own up for what you did. And Anthony is the one who most consistently does apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And coming from the Viscount, that's mm-hmm. like really big for that time. You know, he is, we are constantly seeing his growth. Mm-hmm. Even this halfway through the season, this point, when he says to Daphne, you know, I don't speak for you. Yes. Because he learned and yes. he is consistently growing and, and being I think better. That's- one of the most important things that we do have a 19th century man who is saying, I am not going to speak for you. Whatever you decide, I'm going to support you. That is the biggest and most important thing he could have said to her. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's like his journey becoming Mm -hmm. more feminist and more modern because I mean, obviously this is written in these times. So it is much more feminist than what it would be back then. This is historical fiction, but You know, we get to see, I really appreciate the journey where it's like he's addressing, Mm -hmm. like we're seeing him address the sexism in this society and Mm -hmm. he's overcoming it. Mm -hmm. He's not perfect yet. We'll get a little bit later, but still he is, he's And he's going to have his man patriarchal, misogynistic shit here and there, naturally. Yeah. Again, we're dealing with Regency times. Yes. But this is really, it's a big step for him. Yeah. Especially as the older brother, especially as the man of the house, this is him trying. And this mm-hmm. is him saying, I am not going to step in between you and your happiness or you and your choices. Yeah. Which then essentially will lead to a duel and what that means, not only for Daphne, but the whole family. Yeah. So again, okay, we go to the ball. Which I love this ball. The whole theme Mm-hmm. And like everyone has like like either the black ribbon or the black bow in their hair or something, but then everything else is like colorful. That was a very cool theme. These themes, I I I just one. Send me to one of these balls, please. Seriously? Preferably the one from episode two, but still. Yeah, I will pay if someone wants to put on a ball like this. I will pay to go there and get yes. dressed up like that. I will dance all night. I will yes. be so happy. Someone just has to teach me the choreography, but it's yes, fine. Yes, please. I will gladly do that. But, um, again, okay. before we go to the ball, Violet and Daphne's talk. Which one? The one when oh, that tells her it's a lie. Yeah. And that that's what really starts Violet off drinking that night. Yeah. That and the whole spiel with Anthony. But that scene broke my heart, especially the way that Violet came and hugged her. It yeah. was so heartbreaking. Because, it but was. she still, the thing is, Violet and Lady Danbury know it might have been a ruse, but there's something there. Mm-hmm. You can only lie so well before people actually figure it out. Yeah, and like she can see it. Her and Lady yeah. Danbury can see it. They're pushing them together for a reason. Mm-hmm. You can't forge the kind of laughter that those two had. No. Oh, my God. Their chemistry and, like, their the laughter, everything yeah. they share is just so organic. 
Exactly. So they know. And so for, for Violet, especially that moment, I feel like is just, it really is a gut punch for her. Yeah. And yeah. then we also see Lady Danbury dragging yeah. Simon. As she should. Ooh, the yeah. painting. Yes. And then I think that after- sets him off too, because yes. that was such an important moment for the two mm-hmm. of them to bond over something so intimate and for him to, at that moment, essentially kind of forget that this is a ruse and want that painting back. Yes. And then being hit with it again. Yeah. All those feelings. So I feel like that's part of the reason to why he went. Absolutely. I think it was just like, it reminded me for Lady Danbury, but also. Yeah. Like, I feel like Lady Danbury, she was, you know, she's chastising him Mm -hmm. as she should. And Mm -hmm. then we also got a good look as to how they. Yes. Yeah. Like with the queen and how they gave like, you know, um, why we have a more diverse society in this London. Um, But then it's also like telling of Simon when he was saying he doesn't trust the love or their situation with yeah. like with the king not in his right mind. So it's like you it see him minute. Yeah. You see them like him fighting against what she's saying, but then like you said, he sees the painting and then it's like, wait. And I almost hate that moment too because it is so real. Yeah. And so telling of our society as well, just how much things should have changed, but as much as there is big changes, there's still so much racism and darkness. And yeah. I, I I don't think any of us thought that the series would ha- take that on. I love how they did word that because I think it, it obviously is something we need to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. So and but again, it's just so important of how great love really is because at yeah. the end, they, these are romance novels. Yes. So when we come into this, it's like true love is going to save the day as However, whether it's one small family or an entire society, true love is going to play a big part. And I love holding on to that as the saps that we are, because just the kind of happiness that people want to to know that things are going to be okay, that there's not going to be all this hatred. It's just it's Mm going to be good and it's going to be okay at the end. So. That was a really excellent conversation. Yeah. Um, and then we're at the ball now. Yes. And Violet's just done with her met sons. <laughs> She's done with all of her children at this point. The well, amount yeah. of... Yeah, Colin's there. Um, but then, like, between Daphne mm-hmm. opening up to her about everything and then her trying to introduce Anthony to someone and he's staring at he just, Sienna. Yeah. And just, like blatantly ignoring them at that point she's just chugging the champagne and i can't blame her no not even a little bit like her little eye roll was just perfect oh my god yeah i felt that (laughs) i felt that eye roll i think i also eye rolled (laughs) i do love her outfit though yes in that scene love that outfit um but again, also that the theme of that ball that like anything could happen here sh- with Lady Whistledown's uh, voiceover that even one yeah. kiss could ruin everything. And we're in a garden mm-hmm. and tensions are rising and Simon saying he's there to say goodbye. But she's she's just like, we were never even friends. And that destroys me a little bit, but it's fine. I get it. Valid. Uh, yeah, I'm I. Don't blame her because, no. you know, he said that to her and she's throwing it back yeah. in his face. He hurt her. Exactly. He hurt himself, too. And now he's 
pouring salt in the wounds. And then he's chasing her. Also, can we just take a moment to appreciate this? Yes. This score here, A+. plus. I don't know how many times we're going to talk about the score, but it's going to be All a lot. All the time. In every episode. <laughs> but this this part when he's chasing her, ooh, mm-hmm. like goosebumps. Yeah, beautiful. Um, And then we're in the garden and they're making out. And can I just say how happy I am, though, that her dress was not actually ripped? Because yeah. that scene in the book, I'm always just like, oh, my God, how do you live that down? It, that is very uncomfortable. Like, the, Yeah. Thank God she had her clothes on. Yeah. But Anthony in this scene is just fuming. Oof. Yeah. And it's like everything he's been saying, mm-hmm. it happens. And now he's, you know, he feels so betrayed after he just let his guard down. The utter distress in his face when he says, I can't. Yeah. And he's just like, I, I never thought you were a villain. Like, what are you doing? This is not how we do it. Yeah. It yeah. just And it's also just kind of proof of who Anthony's is and how his situation is going to play out. But yeah. that this is this is what happens. If you compromise an innocent girl, you have to marry her. Yeah. If you don't, she's ruined, period. Yeah. And her whole family. Going back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you again, this is Regency times. This is how it was. Like, if he didn't demand satisfaction, that, like, he, the whole family would be done, basically. And he wouldn't really be taking care of his family. A lot of people wouldn't see it that way. Although and at the same all, time, like it's not, illegal. Yeah. But it's not so just it's her honor though. Yeah. It's really the whole families. And it's yeah. a betrayal of friendship. Yeah. It's an ultimate betrayal of friendship. Like Simon is not just a random person who did this. Mm-hmm. It's his friend. And it's the fact that he he was against it from the beginning and that he's called out on it and he's still saying no. Yeah. Which is what's killing Anthony even more as well, because how could you do this? Yeah, and especially after Anthony apologized, too. Yeah. Like, he he straight up was like, I was wrong. I'm, like, you know, and then he wasn't. The man's emotions in that episode were yeah. a lot. They were all over the place. And then freaking Daphne, when Simon says, I can't marry Simon you. Simon says. What? Simon says, yes. <laughs> Simon says, I can't marry you. Um, Like, it just... Oh, my God. I can't even imagine what that would feel like. But she did such a fantastic job acting. Like, she just looks so broken. Like, how could... The performances in this episode might have been my favorite thing. Like I said, I didn't realize how strong each of them were. Yeah. But every single person, I was floored. Yeah. Daphne, like, you can just see it in her and, like, about, like, her whole demeanor. Mm -hmm. Anthony's livid Simon's completely torn up inside like they did such a fantastic job and so this is also the episode where Simon gets called out by Will and yes I forgot about that yeah in the beginning Mm -hmm. yeah so so it's he's getting called out from all over the place and my guy is still pushing it I mean yeah a for effort for standing your ground but there's a point where you gotta move yes so It's just, mm. yeah. And then, what do you call it? when they go back to the house before yeah. the duel? Um, it's like then we see like a little bit of what my stress levels. Oh my goodness, yeah. 
Um, and then we see Anthony, you know, being a bit more misogynistic now, mm. trying to be the head of the family. Um, and again, everything he's doing, we expect from this time period from a yeah. man. But and again, I wonder if he, if they didn't have any more sisters, what else? What would that do? Yeah, How that's would true. React in that case because Eloise, Francesca, and Hyacinth. Yeah, they've they've got years to go, mm-hmm. and they would be ruined as well. He yeah. can't afford that. We already have a Lord Featherington who is being the shit show of a father that he is ruining things yeah. for his children. Mm-hmm. Anthony's not that guy. No, and then you know like. He is treating her like a child. Mm-hmm. And she calls him out on that. She calls him out on it. And then, you know, again, I can't exactly have a problem with how he's handling everything. No. But it would be better, as we will see, when Daphne handles her own shit. As one woman's got to say the show. That's right. Women we've, already been, we've always been saying this. Yes. Um, and so I just, I love that whole bit with Anthony and the utter chaos that he is in trying to figure this whole thing out. Like Benedict just walks in and he drags the man into the room. (laughs) Literally, literally drags him. You know, you could have just said, come to my study. We need to talk. No, no. He physically just drags him (laughs) like a grown ass man. And I love that. It's hilarious. The man just walks in like, what is happening? I was like, I had a great life drawing session. I'm talking totally about I this art. Taking charge, taking I had, like, advice, being bold. Doing oh, oh my God, I might be the Viscount. And he comes home to, I might die. Everything's going to be in your hands. And his face is just, does not compute. No, I don't want this. Did you ask me how I might feel about this? And then Pollen and Violet coming home with, and drunk Violet is gold. She's gone. And then Frank right, and Anthony so. opening up the door and just be like, come on. And like jerking his head. It's just so ridiculous. Like, good it is, God. And it's that's, how die. That's exactly how I pictured ABC to be, especially in that scene. Even yeah. though it, it, it's totally different in the books because Colin knows about the duel because Daphne's already spoken to him. Yeah. But I, I love that bit because that's just... That's how I would see those idiots conspiring. Absolutely. So, you know, they're they're going to go at dawn and Anthony's distressed as per usual. Yeah. And he's looking at his father's watch and I'm lying on the floor crying. <laughs> um, but he goes to Sienna and I don't I get it. I really yeah. do get it because in this moment, what else is he going to do? He's got nowhere else to turn. No. If he dies, proper parting, why not have your one last night? Yeah. Do your thing. Um, If he doesn't die, run off and be with her. Yeah, and he doesn't have the stress of being a Viscount on Nope, and he thinks he's going to die in a few years anyway, so... Yeah, what's the point? What's a few more extra years of living my life in... Um, wherever he's gonna go to do his yeah. thing. Um, so I get him going to her, and I also appreciate her just rejecting him at that moment. But mm-hmm. that's that's the one thing where I'll give her credit. But when she says, "I when when he says I do let on," her face yeah. just completely changes, and you're like, "Oh, there she are some emotions care about here. him. There are yeah. emotions there." Because in the beginning, I was like, 
do you even love this man? Do you have feelings for him? It, but yeah, it's very tough to see with them. Yeah, and that it's just because it's it to her. Yeah, after, that is the most emotion we see from her, other than the finale. Yeah, and so uh, I appreciated that. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, they do care. That's the thing. It two people care about each other, and that's important to note because what we know about Anthony is that Anthony cares more than he lets people believe, and that's yeah. something Kate calls him out on, and he's like, "Don't tell anybody." Yeah. We know this. He just likes to pretend that he doesn't care. The man cares too much. That's his problem. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, so stressed out all the time. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so I I get it. I hope his last night was great, even though it's technically not his last night. Yeah. Potential last night. And the thing is, we do know how uncomfortable Anthony is with feelings. Mm-hmm. Because there's also that moment with Benedict that I was screaming to you about. Yes. Which he, it's his, this is how we know this man does not talk to people. He, he doesn't open up. He's not willing to because it's, it's too much. Mm -hmm. And so there's that moment where, you know, he, he tells Benedict about Sienna and what he needs to do, blah, blah, blah. And you can tell Benedict is about to say something. Mm -hmm. And that it's coming from a place of affection, whether it's going to be, I don't know, please don't die or I love you or it's you know it's going to be emotional, and Anthony's just like, that's all, runs. Yeah. The fact that he's even uncomfortable with emotions with his own family members, with people he's supposed to be closest to, just tells you how locked away he is. Yeah. And how hard it is for him to just have these moments where he's like, nope, nothing is making it harder for me to die. Mm-hmm. And we know that. Sometimes even death though... Fine. Yeah. And even though we know, like, there are some emotions with him and Sienna... Mm-hmm. There's, they still don't talk. No, they, they don't. do their thing and, you know, it's like they, they find, he finds solace in her physically. Physically and, and the potential idea of what it could be. But again, we yeah. know that he knows that his time is limited. Yeah. So, so. it changes things for the future. So yeah, I, feelings, he is uncomfortable with them yeah. as is Simon because he has that moment with yes. Will um and the oh oh, and then simon and colin daphne and colin and her going to him yeah and even even colin at first is kind of handling daphne like yeah yeah. and we're just like dude no let her handle her shit be the brother that's closest to her female agency let's go (laughs) and then once he hears that there's potential he's like yeah and the fact that you know cressida saw her yeah Exactly. Well, also, what was weird too with Cressida when like Daphne was leaving, I don't have to say yeah. it. I thought it was so weird. She's like, "Watch where you're flying, Angel." It's like, "What? Who are you? You're so weird." <laughs> That's <laughs> Cressida for you. Very strange. Oh, but back to Colin and Daphne. <laughs> so you know, he helps her out. They go, and I want her cape so yeah. bad. Where am I going to wear it? I don't know. People might give me very strange looks, but I want it. Absolutely. Um, And then the duel is... Very dramatic. I'm really happy that people have made videos of the Ten Duel Commandments. Yes. It makes it less dramatic. Because the way Anthony is shaking really kills me in that scene. Oh my god, yeah. That boy is not alright. No, he does not want to shoot his best friend. No. He does not want any of this. He's already just 
a, a wreck. And then we give him this moment and just Jonathan Bailey. He does such a fantastic job with him. Bless. Seriously. Seriously. Just incredible. I, all the awards. Because that scene was a lot funnier in the books. Yeah. It and was very funny, actually, in the books. Yeah. And now it's just like my heart Where's hurts for everyone. Like? <laughs> yeah, where is the stupid Bridgerton? Which one? So I'm really, I'm almost glad they did it. But at the same time, like, y'all do not have to go that hard. Yeah, and then Daphne coming it. in and yeah. him almost shooting her. And then even, like, his relief when she gets up. Right, we get was, that like, how, with yeah. Simon where it's, like, that utter fear in his Oh, my God. Yeah. That something could have happened to her. Yeah. Like, both of them are just mm-hmm. gone at yeah. that point. So... And then she has to talk with him and, you know, he tells her that he cannot have children and this is the start. And my guy, if you would have just been honest, things would have been different. Yeah. But. Yeah. She says that they must marry anyway. Mm-hmm. And she agrees to it and that's, that's that. And. Yeah. I have a lot of feelings because. It's a very emotional episode. It is. And it's just so jam-packed. That your flames <laughs> from the side of your face? Yes. I, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Nobody's dying. There's going to be a wedding. Yep. And Simon's just distressed because he, yeah. he thinks he's ruining her life. You, you would have been ruining her life either way. Yeah, seriously. At, at this point, he either ruins her life by marrying her or not ruining her. Yeah, I don't understand why he... I know, I don't understand why he thinks him not marrying her would be better when her whole family would be disgraced. Because of the fact that she wants children. So he fully believes that he would be destroying her happiness. And that's just... now this is him just... Character. Yeah, and he just latches onto that one thing and is like, I can't do that. As these men do, just the one thing. You know, there are multiple things. Yeah. Which There's is like going like on here. The issue with all of these men and in their books, you're just like, if you just let go of that and maybe consider some other options. Talk about your feelings here, sirs. Please. But we would not have an angsty Regency drama to watch, which is what no. makes it great at the end of the day. Like, oh, yes. Telling their children, uh, your father and uncle dueled before this happened. Yeah, just okay. The side eyes that they must have gotten. Cool. <laughs> um, Interesting. That's how y'all handled it. Okay. Uh, Smart. But it's of the times. Yeah. And the Ten Dual Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go listen to that song now. I did repeatedly after I finished the episode because I was like, what a mood. Seriously. But it's it's such a good one, and it, is. it sets up. And I'm, it's interesting that it comes in episode four. Well, it actually, makes sense. It's eight episodes. Why do I keep thinking it's ten episodes? Ignore that. Yeah. But what would you rate it out of ten? Um, I would nine. Yeah. I feel like I would give it a nine point three. Okay, I like that. Do There's you know something about it that that. Yeah. 
It is. It's it is a fantastic episode. And we didn't even touch on the lighter parts. Like nope. Eloise and Colin and Penelope and Marina. <laughs> oh my god. There's a lot to talk about with this episode. There is shit. Yeah. Okay. You think that's light? No, it isn't light. Because Penelope and Eloise are fighting now. Penelope and Eloise are fighting. And that's a moment. That is a moment. Where, ooh, that is a moment. Yeah. But funny part, when Eloise thinks it's the maid, who's Lady Whistledown, (laughs) and then she just gets dragged. Like, you think I have time for that? Yes. You're blaming me for writing something when that's exactly what your privileged little booty is capable of. Sit yeah. your ass down, little girl. Yeah. Like, I loved that so much because that's what it is. These people, as much as we love them, can't even warm milk. <laughs> no, they can't. They can't get out of bed without somebody drawing their curtains. <laughs> and it, it is really such a great call to privilege constantly yeah. that we are getting that you guys don't do anything. Mm-mm. You are nothing without us. Yeah. Put a little respect on the name. So, yeah. I appreciate that. That was a good scene. I love the, the beginning scene, too, with Eloise and uh, Penelope mm-hmm. when they're getting feathers. And then oh. Eloise keeps doing bird metaphors for women. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I want to fly. You go forth and fly, honey. Seriously. You fly. But also, what? it's just... That scene is so great where she, where Penelope says, you've, you've created such a life for Lady Whistledown. Like, yes. in Eloise's head, she's this spinster who's thriving in some corner, like, you know, away from society when she's right next to you. Yeah. And you can, like, just see that little secret smirk on Penelope's face, too. It's, like, I, like she's enjoying it. I, which is great. And watching back to those scenes, you're just like, it's so interesting how out of touch Eloise really is mm-hmm. when she thinks she's so spot on. And I love yeah. it, though, because no human being is ever perfect. And we kind of see that so well with all these characters that even the ones where you're like, I stand you forever, they're, they yeah. screw up royally. But yes, I love seeing that growth and them messing up and getting better. Yeah. But she's also right. Why? Why? It just sucks that this is all these that these women are born and raised to do is to yeah. get married and have babies. And mm-hmm. granted, if you want that, great. Yeah. But, but not everybody it, wants that, and they should be allowed the option. But yeah, reasons. they don't have the choices. Yeah. And so, which is, it's just that that scene though that she says I'm out in society and I'm just like it just reminded me of Clueless as you're a virgin who can't drive <laughs> and I think Nicola and Claudia even said that in an interview. Oh yeah, they did. But they did but, say that. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. So, and it just it's gonna get worse from here because Marina oh. is pursuing oh. Colin. Can we take a moment though before we get into that of. Colin and Penelope being cute at the ball because they're friends and it's friendship and the way that they can talk to each other is so effortless and I have a lot of feelings yeah yeah it was so sweet seeing them like that and then he goes and dances with Marina it is 
But we knew this was going to be angsty. But again, it's so important that we're seeing that because romance is rooted in friendship. And he doesn't have a friendship with Marina. We don't see it. No, it's he's just, just infatuated with her. She's his diamond of the season. Yeah. But he is not his diamond for life. No. That's he, Penelope. She's not. But I love that, that there's that comfort with them, that he can always find her in the middle of a dance floor, or mm-hmm. rather on the edge of a dance floor. Yeah. And find these moments of comfort away from society. And that's mm-hmm. what's so important with all these couples, is finding those moments where you could just be with that one person that you care about, even though you don't know you care about them. Yeah. That'll come later. Later. So much later. God. God. Poor Why? Oh, and the way that her face was crumbling as Marina oh. was telling her. But also, like, she's trying to get Marina, and, like, more blatantly later, not mm. to go after Colin. Yeah. And... Marina, this is the one person who's been nice to you, and you're not gonna do what she asks, and then you end up like, oh, but that's another. We'll get episode. into that later. We'll get there. It just, we'll it get broke there. My heart, where she was like, I'm just gonna go sleep. Like, yeah. Oh, that was rough. I just okay. It is. It is really rough, and yeah. And then we have Eloise coming to talk to her about it because Eloise is doing nothing else, and then Penelope is not in a good mood. Nope, and I get it. Valid. Yeah, um, and like I, like Eloise wasn't really doing anything wrong. She wasn't being no. very aware of everything of her friends' but feelings. Also, that's just how. Again, as much as Eloise is able to call people out, rightfully so, yeah. someone needs to call her out because the fact that you cannot tell that your best friend is in love with your brother, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you know, and is visibly upset, and then you kept going on yeah. but she was excited but then Penelope went a little too far but it, it but hurt it hurt it seeing is. them both like Eloise crumble and then Penelope crumble even more it was like that was rough but it's gonna make the next episode and the episode following just you know they even have some tension with each other and it, and it works because yeah. friends friends argue especially when they're that young yeah you know, and they've been friends for so long yeah we forget yeah, they're like so family long. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have those arguments and stuff. Yeah. So, But also, I wonder how often does Eloise go across the square in the middle of the night and throw pebbles at Penn's window? There, there's clearly a lot <laughs> that Eloise does that we, we didn't know about in the books. <laughs> Who lets her out of the house is what I want to know. <laughs> also, I love her. No one caught them in the backyard just smoking. I, love I don't know. It works. It's fine. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. And then we have Benedict doing his art thing, which is doing cool his... to see. Yeah. And then we have I that great moment. Not have fun, clearly. <laughs> and we have that moment at White's when he's talking to Henry and he's making an idiot of himself again. Oh, my God. His faces. He just, he's got the faces. He really does have... All the crazy faces, and it I love makes it. up. It makes up for the dumb shit he says. Yes, really, it does. You're like, fine. If you're gonna make that face, how totally can I be fine. too angry? Yeah. <laughs> so I would follow him into the lake. I mean, what? <laughs> really? Would you? I don't know about that. <laughs> Can't say I blame her. No. Uh. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So then we'll see more of. Henry and his, his his parties and his art house and all that. Um, 
Which I also love what he said. Like, this is the more, these are the things I do for myself as opposed to the things that, um, you know, I paint for society. Yeah. Find so bland. Which is, yeah, which is very true. Because, like, you're going to have someone paying for traditional mm-hmm. things or style you don't necessarily like. Especially, like, doing a job mm-hmm. like that. And then you do your own stuff on the side. Yeah. And so that's, I, that's I like that you get to see that. Yeah. yeah. You know it's the best because that's what comes from heart. And so we'll get more of him next week. He's a great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. See, this is so much happened in this episode. I think I this know. is the longest we've talked. I think so too. Um, And I feel like there's still stuff we're probably missing. Oh, 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 hello. Um, Portia and her disaster deadbeat of a husband. Oh my God. Yeah, he's, he's a mess. This poor woman. Like, the thing is, we've talked about this before. We love to hate her because Polly Walker is so fascinating. But in this moment, I actually felt for her because as, you know, as crappy as her ideas for Marina are, like, there are younger men you could find for her. You do not need to find these men salivating over her and being absolutely disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, skin crawls. But... She cares so much about her daughters and their relationships. She does. She really does. So when uh, Philippa's, what was his name? Finch? Mr. Finch, I think. Yeah. and They're cute. <laughs> they are cute. His little allergies and then their conversation about cheese. <laughs> so adorable. You know, the fact that she came and she was visibly upset and her mother saw that and decided to do digging as she does. Yeah. Uh, and found out that the scumbag lost all of their dowries. He is a mess. The way that he cries, I just, do you think that's supposed to work? I felt so bad for her when she was like patting him, like, please get away from me. Get this man away from me. Yeah, seriously, dude, you did this to yourself. And it's like, you have a fortune. You have a fortune and you have three, maybe four is Felicity in this? I feel like Felicity's probably in in the school room, maybe. I don't know. Not nursing home. Nursery. (laughs) Nursery. So you've got four daughters and a a niece you're taking care of. Yeah. And you got nothing. No, because you're too busy gambling your shit away. And it's just No, he I don't think he could even hold a job. He just needs to be locked away somewhere far far away or whatever happens to him is valid too I don't know um but I just felt so bad for her at that moment because I you know she he just he lost everything he lost all that they worked for and yeah not cool not cool no so again this all happened in one episode (laughs) there was so much in this episode is that everything (laughs) I I feel like it is Watch us miss something really important because, again, a lot happened. I think that that you might know, actually be it. with, like, Friedrich trying to propose to her. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then Daphne keeps, freaks out. No way. Precious gumdrop. Again, yes. somebody find him love. Yeah, please find him love. <laughs> and give him a nice angsty love story. That's my new ship. I've never had a crack ship. But you know what? Friedrich and Sienna, I'm down support, with it. Let's I go. support somebody this crack start ship. Somebody writing fic. <laughs> um... Oh, my God. But, yeah. I... Oh. No, no, man. We did cover that. Never mind. 
I think we got everything now. I hope we did. I really hope we did, especially with this episode. Yeah. So much to unpack here. I know. And then there's up, it was like, the Duke has proposed? No, wait, that's next week. Isn't you that? Know, we, I don't know. We're done. This is it. This is Solid it. nine, 9.3 support. Great episode. Come talk about the, I was going to say the 10 dual commandments with us. Yes, come talk about the Ten Dual Commandments with us. Um, But that's all for. Bye, guys. Bye. We'll see you next time.